Do you ever have it when you're walking down the street and in front of you, there's a group of people walking towards you and you have that moment where you think, well, they're taking up all of the pavement. There's three of them. They should move and I should keep walking. What happens in those situations is actually really interesting from a self-confidence point of view. Are you the type of person that moves out of the way? Are you someone that moves away right at the start? Or are you someone that moves away as you get closer? Or are you someone that moves away at the last second if they don't move? Or are you someone that simply doesn't move and keeps walking forward? That's one side of the coin. Let's look at the other side of the coin. Let's look at the group of three people. In that situation, there's multiple different things that can happen. One of them doesn't have to be the one in front of you can move, indicating the person in front of you needs to move. None of them can move. One of them can move. It's really interesting. Where do you sit on that side of the coin? If someone's walking towards you by themselves and you're in a group of three, are you someone that's self-absorbed that doesn't see that person and therefore doesn't move? Are you in the middle and you make a decision to move to help the other person, to move them out of the way? Where do you sit? Over the last 15 years of going running, this situation happens all the time. And because I do, you know, 10, 15 kilometer runs, I have a lot of time to think about this. And the more I think about it, the more interesting it is because it really reflects different parts of your personality. So I'm someone who doesn't move. If there's three people and they're self-absorbed and they're walking and I'm running and I'm on the left-hand side, I don't move. And I get closer and closer and closer when I'm running until they move. Now, often this can mean it can be a quite a close call and other times they move in advance of me getting there. The reason why I don't move is because I'm the person that's looking ahead. I'm the person that's clearly on the correct path. And why should I move? Because of someone else, because they don't have awareness. Now, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I wanted to articulate to you why it's relevant to your self-confidence. If you're someone that moves out of the way when it's your uh, right of path, then you lack the ability to handle conflict. And what you're trying to do is to avoid the conflict. And therefore, this indicates to me that you will have tried to avoid conflict in every single area of your life. So the next step for you would be to not move out of the way and to wait and get closer and closer and closer until you feel the urge to move. And then at that stage, you can move. But at least you've developed your life slightly. If you're someone that looks to see who's moving, are they moving? Oh no, okay, then I'll move. This means to me that you're someone who likes to appease situations. It means you like to avoid conflict, but not too early. But it means that you are someone who is quite agreeable in social situations, which is like, oh, okay, well, if you're not going to, I will. And then you get the uh, final person, which is someone who just doesn't move. And there's two situations for this. There's the person that doesn't move in the bulldog approach, which is they need to get out of my way. Or there's the person that doesn't move because he recognizes that he's in the right. So it depends where you sit on which one of those um, elements on your ability to manage conflict. But the reason why this is important for you is where do you sit? And does that indicate that you are too agreeable or that you can't handle conflict? Because what's the worst that happens, right? You end up running in or falling into someone. What's going to happen? 
Well, in the last 15 years, that's never happened because the other person always moves out of the way. Now, let's look at the other side of the coin. Let's look at the group of three people. Now, are you someone who's so self-absorbed in what you're doing that you don't recognize that you're actually out in a public place and that there's other people around you? Because there seems to be a vast majority of people like this. This indicates to me that the person, if you put yourself in that situation, if this is you, is that you don't live in the real world enough. It means that you're absorbed in your thoughts, you're absorbed in what you're doing, but you don't have any sight outside of what you're doing. This indicates you're a short-term thinker and that you don't have the ability to look up and be aware of your surroundings. This means in all likelihood, you're likely to fail at longer term goals because you don't have the ability to plan, to look up. I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? If you take the time to look at what's in front of you, look at what you're coming up, you can plan and you can make adjustments. If you don't do that, then you can't. And as we know, our world reflects our inner feelings. So if that does sound like you, then what you need to do is to start looking at setting longer term goals I mean, chances are you don't have any goals if you're in that situation, but set a three-month goal, a six-month goal, or heaven forbid, try and set a one-year goal. And what you'll notice is that you become more self-aware in every single setting. Isn't this interesting social dynamics? Also, in the process of going um, running, I noticed that sometimes that group of three, the middle person often moves, indicating for the other person to move out of the way. Now, this indicates to me they have good social awareness or even on occasion, the person who's furthest away will move along as well. Where do you sit with this? It's interesting, isn't it? Because on the one side of the coin, you're like, well, I'm going running. So, you know, I should move around them. But why should you? Why should I have to go into the cycle path, thus putting myself in potential harm just because someone else doesn't understand that there's more people in the world other than them? They're too self-obsessed and too self-absorbed. In essence, years ago when I first started running, I was the person that moved out of the way. I was the person that ran around other people. I was the person that saw there was a group of people and decided to go around them because I didn't want to face a potential conflict. Nowadays, I don't care. And the reason why I don't care is because I'm in the right. And when you're faced with potential conflict in any area of your life, feeling like you are in the right will give you the strength to face the conflict. If it's something you shouldn't be doing, then, well, you shouldn't be getting into conflict because you shouldn't be doing it. But if you're doing something that's right, then you shouldn't be afraid of conflict. Now, if we expand this into a different section of your life, let's say that you're dating someone that you like, you go up to the bar and you enter into a platonic conversation with someone, you come back and your partner has a go at you. Now, let's go back to the running analogy. If you're someone who moves out of the way in advance of conflict, what will happen is you wouldn't speak to someone at the bar because you're scared of the potential risk and conflict it poses, right? So you're going to not speak to anyone, thus limiting yourself because of the fear of a conflict. If you are someone who waits till the last minute and moves out the way, then what you're likely to do is have a conversation with someone, you're likely to come back, and then you're going to explain yourself. Oh no, we were just talking about this. We were just having a conversation. What about if you pers- the person that didn't move out the way? Well, you're likely to go and have a conversation with someone at the bar. If you come back and your partner asks you what you're doing, I was having a conversation. You're not going to explain yourself because you don't feel the need because you haven't done anything wrong. 
It indicates to me from my many years of coaching people that perhaps there is a part of you that is suffering from shame if you're someone that avoids conflict because you always feel like you're doing something wrong. You always feel like you're the person that is in the wrong. Therefore, you don't want to face conflict because you don't want to get caught out and you don't want to feel ashamed anymore. You can eradicate all of these feelings by just having the confidence to believe in what you're doing. And if you are in the right, then start acting more like you're in the right with more confidence not to move out of the way for other people. Who are these other people anyway? They are just reflecting how you feel on the inside. They are an external way of working out where you are weak and where you can grow your self-confidence. If we look at one more like further example, talking about facing conflict, let's say that there's a girl that you really like the look of on a night out. Okay. Let's say that you're 40 years old. She's around the same age. You like the look of her, but she's with another girl and she's with a guy, right? The guy who is moving out of the way and avoiding the conflict is someone that doesn't start that conversation. The guy who is in the middle, who may have sort of avoided the conflict, will be indirect, probably try and talk to the guy first and then, you know, not really let his intention be known. The guy that's not afraid of conflict, if he's getting eye contact with this woman, she clearly likes him, will just go and speak to her. He'll just go and say, hi, I saw you over there. Like what you like, your outfit. Now, I'm not saying he's going to ignore the other members of her group, but what I am saying is he has self-confidence. You see, life reflects us. There's no way around it. And rather than sticking our head in the sand, we can look for reasons why we're not getting the success we want, but we don't need to look in that area. We can look in any area of our life. Where are we acting weak? Where are we acting submissive? Where are we in the right, but we don't have the confidence to act? If you change your behavior in one part of your life, you will gain self-confidence in another part of your life. It is a true part of living. After many, many, many years, many, many, many miles, many, many, many runs across many, many, many European cities, it is my belief that you should run and if there is a group of people, they should move out of your way because you have right way. And the only way you will develop the confidence not to move is to not be afraid of conflict. If you can learn to be okay with conflict, your whole life gets better. There's two things that you need to do right now. First one is to click the link in this podcast description. Sign up for my free training course, How to Approach Women. It is an amazing audio program. It's worth £99. It will completely change your life. Even if you don't feel like you need that program, there's so many good lessons in it. Work your way through it. You will thank me for telling you that. The second thing you need to do is to invest in my dating advice video of over 120 demonstrations with the girls that work for me. It is an unbelievable product. If you visit the link in my bio, you can purchase it now with payment plans, no additional fees. Get access straight away. Work your way through that program. Your dating life, your dating success, your ability to handle conflict will get better.